Welcome to today's episode of the Hungry Trilobite Podcast. My name is Aaron Bossig, and I'm going to be your host. Today, we're welcoming back Captain Dina Dolphin to the show. And this is a timely episode. We are talking about a Kickstarter going on right now as the episode drops. It's season 13 of Mystery Science Theater 3000. A subject near and dear to our hearts. Let's get started right now. Back on tap today, we have Dina Dolphin. How have you been? I've been good, just making it through like everybody else, you know. Dina, we have to capture this moment in time because it's so weird. The last time you and I talked, we talked about the possibility of a season 13 as if it was something that we were waiting on and that wait became kind of long. And now we've heard that it's happening, but it's going to come in the form of a new platform. Yep. Yep. Um, Gizmoplex. Mm -hmm. Uh, First, I should start off by saying I knew about the Kickstarter weeks before it launched. Um, I was one of the lucky fans who kind of got pulled into uh, under NDA and spin some ideas, you know, that things that we felt worked last time felt, you know, things we felt from other fans. Um, so I was really like lucky and very privileged to get to do that. So, um, and a little like, Hey, I heard about it first, <laughs> but yes, no, the, that's what's super exciting is, you know, the goal of this one is to get away from networks, you know, uh, Netflix, love them, hate them. That's your own opinion. Uh, they produce content. They just didn't feel, I guess, MST3K was the content they wanted. So now Joel wants to take it and essentially make it. I don't want to say his own because, you know, eventually Joel will, will actually retire. Um, but just keep the the name MST3K going, keeping that uh, the riffing going. And the best way to do that is essentially if, if he owns it or we as fans own it and pay for it. Um, I know I pay for plenty of other TV to watch other shows that I don't ha- like half as much. So if I can pay some money uh, for new content of a show that I've loved forever, sign me up. I'm yeah I completely agree with you there and that's something I've been a big believer in for a long time is that if you can get your head around the concept of paying directly for the content you want number one you spend less money overall believe it or not and number two it puts you the fan in the driver's seat which you we've never really had that until the 21st century right oh yeah no the the fan feedback usually just writing into letters or hate mail you know Mm -hmm. now here we are where you you can you know, Twitter at the show's creator, whether they read it or not. Um, but, you know, you can make your voice heard a lot quicker and a lot wider range uh, nowadays. So, and I think yeah. it's been a positive too. Uh, you know, there are folks out there, you know, poo poo on last season and how it went and this and this. And, and what I think what hurts as seeing that I've seen the other side of it, you know, seeing, um, you know, Ivan, the guy who, who the producer um, running the Kickstarter stuff, there's so much that goes into producing a show. Mm-hmm. It just goes over people's heads and they're just like, oh, I don't like so-and-so. And so therefore I don't blah, blah, blah. But it has been so amazing to see the, the positive response that the fans, especially the ones who missed out last time are like, I'm all in this time. You know, they blew, we made it happen in like 24 hours. I, I cried. I was like watching it and it was like, oh my God, I think I even screen recorded it. It was just so cool to see them, you know, reach that goal, at least be able to make some new content. 
Um, and not just for the fans, you know, you have to remember these actors have been out of work, have not been able to do the craft that they love. And so being able to financially support that, I certainly have no problem because, you know, we've kind of bonded with these characters and these folks. Jonah is amazing and he is such a great, awesome person that it's like, it's like watching your brother on a TV show and you're like, yeah, I'll throw money at that. <laughs> so it's just really, it's really heartwarming, especially after all this, you know, gestures at everything. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm just so happy. Can I, I am too. And I kind of, I mean, it's very unclear specifically what the gizmo plex is going to be. They call it a, a digital studio, um, a virtual studio, which I'm sure there's going to physically be a building somewhere, but I, I mean, it's, I feel like for, this is almost the fulfillment of many decades of hard work and creativity that's been going on that we're just now seeing the possibilities. Yes. Oh yeah. Most, most definitely. And I think the Gizmoplex, it's going to run a lot like a streaming service from, from what I understand. And, you know, the big thing is that they're going to, be able to premiere um, these episodes, these new episodes on this platform um, and, you know, have live events around that, interact with the fans uh, during that time, you know, before the, before they air the episode and probably after, you know, it's kind of like a big viewing party uh, that everybody gets to go to and chat along. So there's going to be a chat, uh, I would assume, because, um, you know, them kids these days, they just, I can't twitch. I don't know how they keep up with the chats. But uh, yeah, I, I'm i looking forward to it. I think, you know, they're still working out some bugs. Um, but, uh, you know, it can be done. It's being done by other um, entertainment. So, you know, why can't MST3K do it too? <laughs> do you remember, I don't remember when we talked last time, the MST3K home game? I don't remember if we talked about it. I know of it. I I don't ever. I've never even. I've never seen it. Okay. So, um, I know like Ron McAdams is my go-to if I need an MST3K thing. Him or Tom Noel. Um, uh, but uh, I have heard of it, but I've never seen it. Yeah, I I have actually. I can say to my credit, I managed to get two of my own jokes into that. Oh, so, wow. That's awesome. so somewhere I should look it up on YouTube and actually find it. But the but the point is that we're talking 1996 ish i pulled the extra tv into my bedroom with a 50 foot coax cable so i could sit at my dial-up computer and take part in that and that's basically where we are now but with much better equipment yes much better equipment yeah i mean you know they're allowing people to write a riff um you know get a video direct video from a bot you know and i know these things are you know pricey but that is something that we would have never been able to experience during the original run, you know, having like your letter, that's, this is the equivalent of having your letter read on the show. Um, and I know that's something I suggest is that, you know, maybe during these live events, they could read letters that people send in, you know, uh, shout out to the folks in the chat. That's what I'm hoping for. I don't know how it all is going to go down. That's kind of, a, that's a, well, that's technologically mm-hmm. above my head. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's, we get to put have input. They're asking for our input, you know, not because we just have to follow along with what Joel has envisioned, but so it can gr- grow, grow this MST3K universe. 
you know, especially from the last tour where we had uh, Emily and J uh, GPC. Um, so, which to me still sounds like Gypsy. G yeah, GPC still sounds like Gypsy to me. <laughs> um, you know, and, and Mega Cynthia. You know, there's so many places that this riffing could go, still, but still hold the heart that it does, in my opinion. Now, I know that's lots of people. Oh, it's overproduced. Welcome to 2021. Right. <laughs> the fact that you and I are talking like this mm -hmm. is enough for people to realize, yeah, things are going to be produced better because we have the, the tools to be able to do that now. Mm -hmm. So, you know, those, yeah, they can be naysayers, but they can just go yell at a cloud. I really don't care. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't either. I, I'm not super worried about it. I still think that in, in MST3K, the newer seasons are still some of the most rough visually compared to other shows on TV, but they still look the best because right. of that look, if that makes any sense. Yeah. yeah. It's not perfect like a Game of Thrones would be where you really feel like you're in another world. You, like, no, right. obviously that prop is just cardboard that's been painted, but it still looks good. Yes. Yeah. And I can tell you that that's a lot of cardboard <laughs> from visiting this set. The things that they, oh, Bees McKeever, she, we all know she is just, oh. ooh, she's great. Um, take anything and turn it into this amazing uh -huh. thing. But it's just so, uh, it's great to the ingenuity that they have. I'm actually also lucky to report, I have the turkey theremin from uh, whatever episode that was, I can't remember. But one of the uh, invention exchanges from season 11, um, I made a donation uh, for to towards a charity and Christmas, the woman who sang the theme song at the end of the last Kickstarter, um, I think she sang it on her ukulele. Uh, she said it should go to a good home and to a good cause, so it's now in my garage. But <laughs> and see, that's some of the cool things that you know that they're adding on to to the uh, to the Kickstarter. You know, they're starting to really you know add on things, and without breaking NDA, I can say there are more things coming. Um, so, you know, get your pledges in now, but, uh, you know, you might move them around based on some of the things that, that come out. You know, we're still only, well, as of the day of this recording, I'm, what, 10 days in? Mm -hmm. 11, 12? I'm bad with math. But we're just, we're just now like a quarter of the way through this 30-day campaign. Um, and I know, I know I'm going to be upping mine. Um, I grabbed one of the uh, associate producer spots as well as one of the VIPs, but I know I'm going to be kicking in even some more. Thank you, Stimmy Check. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I, and it's great to have the fandom kind of back into it again, because, and that happens with anything, you know, when you've got new things, new cool things happen, people are more interactive. Whereas, you know, over the past you know, when before, we were all figuring out how we were going to do this from home and our entertainment did get back, you know, the Mads. Oh, I love the Mads are back. Their monthly, their monthly live stream. Have you checked that out? You know, I've looked into it a little bit here, but it just seems like I live streams for me don't work that well because of my, I just live entertainment in general. Right. That's what that's why was so cool about the Mads. And they were one of the first ones to do it is they now, you know, you don't have to watch live. You get mm -hmm. a link that you can download it later. And it's 10 bucks. And you usually, uh, almost always, each month, uh, part of your ticket goes to a charity of some kind. Um, they were doing a food bank in Minnesota at one point. Mm -hmm. But yeah, mm -hmm. it's like 
you're getting and giving and you also get the download um, that I think a lot of people forget that, that that didn't used to be a thing, especially no. with the mad shows. Um, you know, I, I've seen, I actually, no, I had never seen Glenn and Glenda. I had seen the tingler, but you know, you forget those riffs that are so great in the moment. They have new riffs and it's recorded for once. And that's really cool. So I'm hoping they can do that with some of the MST3K live shows too. <laughs> I'm hoping that as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm hoping that the, the Gizmoplex thing is going to be a way of, of trying to make almost an archive of, of the stuff that we've been struggling to put together for so long. Um, like, you know, stuff that used to be just live. They, if you, you didn't see it, you missed it. I'm hoping that this is now a home for that sort of stuff. Exactly. That's um, I did see something about, you know, if I can't catch a live premiere, um, can I still watch it? And it's like, yes, at least until the next premiere. So again, I have, I don't know. I have, to, I haven't really looked at all the digital stuff. I'm just excited for merch. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm that person who's like, give me that snow globe now. Oh, and I can tell you, it's gonna be great. And it's a music box. Sorry. <laughs> I just get so excited. It's a snow globe music box, and it plays the MST3K love theme. I was like, yes. So sorry. <laughs> freaking out about a snow globe i'll tell you what um i'm excited about and i'm not even sure it's really going to happen the way i'm imagining but just the possibility is stoking me the fact that they're talking about having things like riffing classes and, and creativity seminars they they're happening and i you know it's again because we've all lived virtually now uh for the past year it's easier for people who you know couldn't because, you know, Joel used to do classes. That's how he met um, many of the cast from season 11. It's about, you know, Rebecca and Tim um, attend even uh, Matthew. I forgot his last name. McGinnis. But, uh, you know, they attended his workshops. And so now, essentially, you get to do a Joel workshop. Um, like, he's going to do, it's pu there's puppetry. I know there's one about magic, I think. And then, yeah, you know. Again, so it's like a master class mm -hmm. with the guy who created our favorite TV show. <laughs> so I, you know, and I don't know how that's going to work exactly either, but I'm sure it's going to be something very similar to this. Um, and I'm guessing that would probably just be on Joel's schedule. You may have to miss that one if you don't. Uh, but who knows? That one I think is a little bit further out. Um, so I know I get to go to the classes because being the AP. <laughs> so, but I don't have a robot right now. Uh, I may have to up my pledge and see if they'll get one of the bots from this season. <laughs> but I think that that's a really cool perk too, and that's something different than uh, what any other, like any other show that was trying to do this to get you know made again, uh, like Firefly. Just for an example, you know. Josh Whedon isn't going to give you a class on how he, you know, wrote the whatever's the brown coats. Forgive my knowledge of Firefly. But uh, I think that's what's really, really, one of the really cool aspects of the Kickstarter is the ability, you know, having that opportunity, if that's something you're into. You know, and Grant Pachoco, you know, he was a fan of the show and the puppets, and now he's a puppeteer working, you know, with the Jim Henson Company and Sesame Street and all that stuff. Um, and, you know, it was love the puppetry. And so, you know, we've got a new generation of puppeteers that need to get out there and make us laugh. So. It's amazing. And if you look at MST3K fandom, especially when it was really active online, there were people 
who built puppets and there were people who did their own riffing and there were people who just compiled references. The different areas people have been creative in has been enormous. And now it's like they're all finally getting their own niche to, to shine. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, just like MST3K brought out um, my love for event planning and organizing people and bringing people together. Um, you know, half the time it's more about the fandom for me than, mm -hmm. than the show. You know, there are still episodes I haven't seen. Um, so, you know, and that's what, like you said, something really cool, you know, um, I know there's a whole group of bot builders out there, um, and they're, they're always trying new things. They got their 3d printers and, uh, one guy made like a movie sign thing, uh, Brent did. So it's just really cool. Like you said, to see how a show can inspire, uh, people to be more creative in their, in their hobbies. I, I got to confess this. When I first read the description of the Gizmoplex and it sunk in because it, it was a minute, can you do you know what actually made me think of it? What, what? I thought of? What? The TV wheel. Okay, yeah, I kind of remember that. Uh, yeah, in, in case you're not thinking, the TV wheel was something Joel did immediately after the last episode of MST3K to kind of show what his life was going to be like after after it was all done because right. you know we thought it was going away forever and it was like just a random collection of skits and ideas and it was the most joel thing that ever joeled in the history of joel <laughs> sounds very joel yes <laughs> it was just like you just see what skit is coming next and it now we're seeing that but better right yes all these things that have kind of been bonking around up there um have are getting to come to fruition and I think that's, you know, again, new content, more riffing. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I remember 10 years ago, 15 years ago, right around the time that Cinematic Titanic was getting off the ground, people would ask them, why can't you make direct-to-DVD episodes? And they said, the numbers just aren't there. We can't, we can't do that. And we've gone from we can't just make a DVD to we can have our own streaming service. Right. And to anybody who's telling me the fandom is gone, I'm sorry. Hm. No, your, your counter argument is right there. Come, come, come sit with me every single day and watch what I do. Trust me, the fandom is still there. No, we're not Star Wars. No, we're not Star Trek. We're not Doctor Who. Actually, thank God, because yes, we have our toxic people, but mm. so no, the people who the like-minded people, like Joel would say, you know, they get it and they want more of it. And, you know, the success of the Mads lives, the success of continued success of Rift Tracks and their yearly Kickstarter, granted, you know, pandemic screwed all that up. Um, but, you know, if people, if the if people didn't want riffing, those guys wouldn't have jobs. No. And I'm pretty sure they like their jobs because they keep going at it. So we've got a fandom. We're here. So what, life. <laughs> so what are your immediate plans in the future? Like right now, I'm going to go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you obviously, you know, now that now that this is all public and and you're you're in full ambassador mode here. Yes. I mean, I just sent out a letter to a very nice person who I'm hoping to hear back from based on your new pen pal exchange. Oh, good. So there's all sorts of cool things that you're putting into motion now. And I'm just kind of wondering if you can 
you know, share some of that. Okay, well, of course, there's always the singles group. Um, we have passed 2,500 members now, which is like, yay! Um, even though I'm the captain and the admin, I technically shouldn't be there. I got engaged recently, but... Congratulations. Uh, thank you. I'm going to keep on uh, captain in that group. Um, so, yeah, uh, we have... Um, we had our postcard exchange. It was a monthly post. It's still going. And it's been going on for five years, I think. Um, and something we recently came up with is a pen pal exchange um, to where it's going to be every quarter. So every three months, you'll get a new person. And hopefully, you know, handwriting letters. I would probably, I, if I have time, I would type it out and then sign it. You know, it's still coming from my heart, but you cannot read my handwriting. I can't read my handwriting. Um, and it's all going to be encompassed under what I've now called the Misty Mailers, because we have the postcard exchange, we have the Secret Santa, we have the Christmas in July, and now we have a new pin pal one. I was like, okay, I need one Gmail account <laughs> so I can keep this all in one place. So yeah, we've got a new pin pal exchange going on. Um, I am assuming that there's going to be a uh, live streaming of the end of the Kickstarter like they did last time. Probably, you know, unfortunately can't do it at Meltdown with, with everybody, but I'm assuming there's going to be uh, some kind of stream. So I can't wait for that so I can get the word out because, uh, you know, if you were there, you know, we at the very end, you know, everybody gets excited, starts. That's what happens. You get that uh, thermometer out and the higher it goes, more people want to give money. Um, so yeah, I just keep on doing my online stuff with with the fans, keeping them civil, keeping the trolls out. You know, they, they, you are welcome to your opinion, and I'm all for that. But it's it's rude to go, oh, civil and so sucks. So does your face, but here you are. <laughs> you know, I just it's it's not, you know, okay, yeah, the riffing was too fast. Great, that's your that's a that's a constructive criticism. Oh, it was crap. Take that outside um and actually in a couple next month uh, i'm gonna get to hang out with some of my misty friends that i have met because of you know lifelong friends that i now have because of this show i'm uh, gonna go be in a movie in idaho <laughs> yeah. cool like small part like i have like six slides or something but a bunch of us uh, back to this indiegogo movie uh it's being filmed in idaho and it's like a romance with aliens so <laughs> Take with that what you will. Um, and then, yeah, just continue to see what what MST3K gives us. I, I don't want, I always want to keep saying Joel, but it's not just Joel. You know, it's Joel and it's his producers. It's Ivan. It's Jonah. It's Emily. It's, you know, it's all these people. And we're so, I'm so glad that they're coming back, um, especially because they have their fans. You know, the people who are on this show are fans of this show. And to me, that means the... You know, if you don't like Ghostbusters, then don't star in Ghostbusters. Right. Well, that's <laughs> that's something that this new cast has had that you didn't have the first go around. Well, and and I said that with the yeah, first when, core. Right. <laughs> when I talked with Rebecca, um, I said that this is you guys have the advantage of actually being fans of the show and having that experience. And that can be a part of your your performance. And <laughs> that was something that. Well, you know, maybe I was just gushing as a fan together, and that was fun to do too. Right. I'm not sure if there was a whole point there, but it's like you know, this is this is a moment. No, she. Yeah, I got a, I got some goosebumps because we got to talk to her during my little Thanksgiving online thing. Um, and yeah, her and and Tim both had. Well, they all do. Uh, they have stories of when they kind of you know that first time on set when they were like, 
I'm on MST3K and you can feel it for them. Just the, mm -hmm. you know, you can see it, especially we can see them in their faces now. Uh, but you can just tell what, how really cool that was. And you feel really good for them because you're like, yes, you know, a fan, somebody who actually has a heart for the show is on this show and working hard and doing a craft that they love, I, you know, so I can, yeah. Goosebumps. <laughs> well, no, but see, here's I'm, I'm thinking about this while we're talking here is that in the original heyday of the show, it was, you know, produced out of this nowhere office in Minnesota. It shows up on this channel that, you know, was pretty obscure when it first got started. And it's like, where where does this come from? Why? How is it here? What's this amazing new treasure I found? And now you get to have this you, you get to be like you said, you you associate, you relate to the person who's has the privilege of being on it. Who's like, yeah. okay, I get it. This is cool. I'm happy for you. Right. Exactly. That's and, exactly right. Yeah. I mean, and, and like I've said, you know, this show, a lot of people say, okay, yeah, this show has gotten me through hard times. It's gotten me through depression and I can attest to, to that as well, but it has literally changed my life from top to bottom. Uh, you know, I, I've made so many new friends, had so many opportunities, moved to a different state, got engaged, got a dog, you know, and it's all because of the love of this TV show, this small little molecule, like you said, this little treasure that actually I kind of like that our fandom is not huge because you feel more connected to mm -hmm. people because they get it. They're like-minded people and they get it. You know, so, when, when, you can go to a live show and you can, you know, say goodbye to somebody by saying, watch out for snakes. Exactly. That's, yeah. And you don't know that person. I didn't even know their name, but I knew they got it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I can't wait till we get back to the live tours because it is a different feel uh, to riffing when it's live because you're with other people. <sighs> Goosebumps again. Just like when the theme song comes on and everybody's singing and... Oh, it, it's a really cool experience, and that is what makes this show so special. Um, you know, not to harp on Star Wars, but y'all are just sitting in a theater. You're not really, you don't connect really with the person sitting next to you. I'm a talker, so if you see me at a show, I'm probably going to walk up to you and start talking, especially if you're in cosplay. But, you know, it's just a different feel. I don't know. Now I'm rambling. <laughs> well, no, see, and I'm all about Star Wars. I mean, we, we could sit down and, and put on our Star Wars hats and, and that. But but here's... Oh, here's I took mine where, off a long time ago, actually. Uh, and that's cool. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I, we, we can talk comic books, and then I, I can tell you, you know, when I got off the train and, and when I hop back on, too. I mean, it, you can go hey. both ways. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but, I mean, people have said that they don't like the direction the show is going in because it looks too clean. It looks too right. fresh. And I'm like, star Wars is owned by Disney. Yeah. And, I on. mean, yeah. If, if you want me to, to talk about something that is now corporate, then yeah. I'm, when, I, they put, when they put Chewbacca stickers on bananas back when the prequels are coming out, I'm like, no, <laughs> we're done here. But yes, it's, it's the same kind, you know, again, it's 2021. Mm -hmm. It's harder work to make it look dirtier, mm -hmm. you, you know, to make it look less produced. It's harder. And that's not how Hollywood works. 
And that's yeah. essentially at the what level we are on. Pat and fucking Oswald. Sorry. Pat and Oswald. And, you know, there are a lot of people who hate his ass, but he is funny and he's nice and he's his, he's a great actor. So, uh, you know, to me, that's pretty A-list, um, at least to me. You know, just, oh, Angelina Jolie. I hear she's <laughs> not very funny anyways. <laughs> I've never heard her tell a joke. I can't tell you. Exactly. <laughs> she's not up there on stage. Yeah, I'm just excited and not going to lie. I didn't think we would, I knew we would break. I knew we would get that first, you know, three episodes or whatever. But I didn't know we were going to do it in 24 hours. And that just, (laughs) yeah. I love this fandom. Even even the bad apples. Even the ones that don't like me. (laughs) Well, and hey, nobody's going to like everybody. And that's cool. It really is. Yeah. I, I mean, we have distinct stages of this fandom. I mean, we have the Comedy Central years and the yeah. sci-fi years and then the Netflix years. And now we're getting into the stage. It's almost like the fandom years. It's like where we, we take ownership of this yeah. after so long. Right. And, and I'll tell you, if you're one of those fans that's out there being toxic and a hater, it's like, you know what? I'm glad you still like my show. We might not get along, but I, I still try to buy you a beer and work it out, Okay. Yeah, we could talk. We could talk about a different. We could talk about older episodes. Yeah, you know, it, it just don't piss in people's Cheerios, and, and and that's that's a lot of the internet, period. So that's why, like in the groups, I do my best. You know, yes, you have your opinion, but if you're gonna be rude about it, no. Well, this isn't this isn't the high school playground. Well, like they don't even have playgrounds in high school. But <laughs> I get it. But I mean, there was a time when asking somebody if they prefer Joel or Mike or vice versa was the question you didn't ask. And to, it, it is still, uh, every time I see one, if it's in a group that I moderate, I'd be sure to comment and be like, y'all keep it civil. Just, you know, again, you can, you can, uh, you can like all three of them. Mm-hmm. You can like Star Trek and like Picard and Janeway. And so, you know, the hate towards the others is, People being very gatekeepy and, oh, no, this isn't my MST3K. Go back to your playpen, please. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's still a very, it is a, it is a touchy subject, but I have seen over the years people, you know, been able to, yeah, again, just say, okay, I like Joel because of X, Y, and Z, or I like Mike because of this, this, and this. Joel just doesn't do it for me. Okay, yeah, that's fine. I'm a Mike person, and, and I adore Jonah. Um. You know, that's just everybody has their preference. We just gotta keep it civil. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just I. It strikes me as that was something that that was so divisive and right. remains that way. But now with social media being what it is, suddenly that's been amped up to eleven. Right. And it's like it, you almost want the days when you just have to worry about that one question. Right. <laughs> Not the I hate Pat and Oswald because of X, Y, and Z. Right. First of all, you don't know these people. You have never met these people in your entire life. You probably, Patton, he's like the only one that I haven't met. But I was there when he was there. I got my picture taken with him. Um, You know, so I I guess it's it's weird to see people who have hatred for people they don't even know. Right. And and, and have such opinions of these people. (laughs) People they don't even know and yet who have provided content that they like. 
Right. They've done something for you. What have you done for them? Right. I mean, if you've done nothing, that's fine, but at least don't be a jerk about it. Yeah, exactly. Did you put in your dollar? Okay, no. Then you don't get a drink. Yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, I'm just excited. It's fun to have something to look forward to, uh, especially because, you know, it, they're trying to go, again, beyond this Kickstarter and create this, our own little universe, essentially our, our Gizmoplex, where we can meet with other fans, get new content, um, you know, and talk about things that are going on without having to worry about a network and somebody, somebody then pulling the plug. You know, if a plug gets pulled, it's because we do kind of thing. And I say we, I'm the collective. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> Me too, Alex. Like this, this is something that we, as, as fans, I, I think it puts us in the driver's seat. It gives us the chance to make content that, that is going to be good for everybody. Right. It's, it's and like contribute and yeah. to be able to contribute. Like, you know, one of the big perks, it's, it's writing a riff with Joel or riffing with Joel. You don't get that with other fandoms. You're not going to get to go right on Star Trek Discovery. <laughs> you know, so. Don't tell me I can't because I will accept that challenge. I don't know. I haven't seen that one either. I haven't seen Picard. I'm very behind in Star Trek. <laughs> oh, that's, I love it. I mean, I, I, I will say I love Picard. I love Discovery. I love Lower Decks. I, I'm a fan of everything they've knocked out so far. There, so. there you go. And but, you, yeah. <laughs> If somebody isn't, and I've, I've talked to people who aren't, here's the thing. All they're doing is making more. They're giving you options. It's yeah. a universe of possibilities. There's over a century of shitty movies out there we can make fun of. Yes. If you don't like yes. what they're doing this year, give it time. Like, you know, they'll come back to yeah. some others. Yeah, exactly. And especially as more and more movies become public domain. Mm-hmm. You have to remember, you know, the kind of height of when we really started ramping up making movies in general is now starting to rank, starting to get into that public domain range. So as movies age out, it's even more options when you're not, and you're not gonna have to pay for stuff. Like there are mm. tons of bad movies, like you said, that people don't even know exist. <laughs> yeah. And this is part of what I love about MST3K, just one component is just, I'm a film history fan. Um, just because I think it's it's such an amazing century of innovation and creativity. And it's a very light, candy-like way to go through that history. Right. Yeah. And and we, there's so many ways we can go back to, so many mines we can, uh, wells we can mine. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's there. We just got to make it happen. Keep spreading the URL. Oh, look at that. <laughs> It's Joel. I gotta take this. <laughs> well, Dina, and also, should let you get going. And- I was gonna say the same thing. Um, I know you've got stuff going on, and honestly, yeah. your your bandwidth is starting to drop here, so we want to quit while we're ahead. Yes. But um, I'm gonna put all your social media links in the show notes. Is there any other projects you want to pitch while I've got you on the line here? No, I think you cover it. I'll just again make more mst3k.com spread that url join up for the street team i don't even know what the street team is going to be doing so i'm excited for that so yeah let's do it okay <laughs> dina thank you so much for being here if you're listening to this right after we hit the line go ahead to the kickstarter and check out the perks because i guarantee it's worth your time yes
And the add-ons. Oh, I forgot. That's the cool thing about this one. You can cherry pick your add-ons. This is nice. Really nice. I, Better bang for your buck. I'm loving that. Like, oh, well, I don't want the coins, but yeah, I want that music box. <laughs> so, anyways. <laughs> Dina, so, thanks again. I really appreciate thank it. You. Bye. I would like to thank Dina for being my guest today, and I would like to thank you for listening. For the community building part of the show today, where we talk about things that grow the show, yet cost you nothing and take less than five minutes of your time, I want to focus less on this show and more on the fact that our community is bringing back Mystery Science Theater 3000 yet again. We're trying to make a whole new platform for the show, and let's make sure the world knows about that. Share the Kickstarter on social media, email your friends, and if by some chance you would like to mention that you heard about this on Hungry Trilobite, I would appreciate that. Don't forget you can subscribe to this show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, and we are syndicated on Realm of the Mist, a fantastic podcast network. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next time.